thewellnesscouch.com, streaming wellness into your life. Welcome to Wellness Women Radio for the women with big dreams who dare to be different and who want to thrive in health, work and play. Dr. Ashley Bond and Dr. Andrea Huddleston bring you a weekly podcast to help you master true health and create an exceptional life. Ooh, juicy, juicy, juicy. This week we're talking about juices and juice fasting, detoxing, cleansing, um, even juice feasting. Like what are the differences? What's this all about? Welcome to Wellness Women Radio. I'm Ashley. And I'm Andrea. And you got the the juice from the intro. Today we're going to talk about uh, a topic that comes across your Facebook feeds so often, no doubt, because there's so much paid advertising for juice fasts and juice cleanse programs and four-day super detoxes and detox this and detox that. And I think we've all seen it. And many of you guys listening would probably be curious as to what it's all about if you haven't done one before, or if you have done them before, find out a little bit more about the pros and cons of this concept of juice fasting or juice cleansing. And we'll talk a little bit about those variations and they're kind of all similar, but they're not exactly the same. And that's where the confusion lies as well. And uh, we'll have a chat about whether we think it's a good idea or not such a great idea. Um, And yeah, hopefully answer some of those questions that we get a lot of emails and there's quite a few Facebook feeds on this, isn't there, Andy? Like people asking like, hey, have you done a juice cleanse? What do you think about it? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, We've had stacks of questions and, you know, we've been asked for our recommendations for which the best ones, what's the best like combo, all of that sort of thing. Um, So hopefully this will answer some of your questions. Um, Now I have to apologize for my super sexy husky voice. Uh, (laughs) Why would you apologize for that? (laughs) um, I'm having a bit of a, what we call it, like an immune expression. I'm exercising my immune immune system at the moment um, but for me I this is actually a really good sign as far as I'm concerned uh, because uh, if you listened in a few episodes ago when we were talking about um, you know burnout and all of that sort of thing so once your adrenals are starting to actually calm down and the immune system kicks back in this is often one of the things that happens so I'm taking it as a good sign but also a sign that I have been overdoing it again <laughs> <laughs> and isn't that the hardest thing and look isn't that half the reason why juice cleansers and juice fasts come about about as well. It's often when people are struggling with their health. If you read some of the, yeah. the feeds on these things, they're promising miracles all the time. You know, rid yourself of this and just cure acne and overcome chronic immune dysfunction and autoimmune disorders and all sorts of claims. And incredible. Seven kilos in seven days. Yeah, <laughs> I love that one. We, you know, we certainly see a lot of that stuff. And, you know, of course, I'm going to be cynical when I see those sorts of adverts because they're emotive. They're designed to catch us. They're designed to play on emotions. They're designed to play on some of our fears and frustrations as well. So that's what marketing is. You either answer, you know, dreams and desires or fears and frustrations. And so that's what um, a lot of these adverts do. And this is where some of us get caught up in this idea of, oh, I've got to do that. I, oh, yeah, that's me. I, I must be sick. I must be not detoxing. Um, I need to detox my body. I've got all these toxins building up. And, and I really want today to, for us to talk about, well, what is toxicity in the body? Um, what are some of the, you know, what ways we become toxic? Um, the misnomer, the fact that we're detoxing. I mean, Andy, go into that because we were having a chat about this. Well, I mean, the idea that we have to detox our body. What do you think about that? Oh, um Now, I'm a big fan of detoxing, uh, but I'm a fan of doing it daily with good food choices, essentially. So if you've got a body and a system that works efficiently, 
if you've got good natural detoxification pathways in terms of the fact if your liver is working really well, if your gut is, if your gut health is, you know, on point and excreting as it should be, if you've got good kidney elimination as well and you're not noticing, you know, stool changes or build up in your skin, those sorts of things, these are good signs that your body is detoxing effectively. Um, I certainly use um, practitioner prescription only detox protocols for my patients in practice at specific times um, with a combination of very powerful herbs and food changes um, for very specific situations. Um, However, day-to-day or consistent detoxing is absolutely unnecessary because your body should do that for itself naturally. You know, that's that's part of what the role of the liver actually is. It's, you know, one of those detoxification organs that we have. And there's no amount of juice cleansing and I'm talking about more so the fruit juices that it that is going to create any kind of liver detoxification if anything it's going to do the opposite but we're going to talk a bit more about that as we go on and this is definitely um we are certainly oh well I'm a bit of a fence sitter when it comes to juicing Ash I know that you're a bit more um in the pro field so we'll talk about your experience with it as well but I think that it definitely depends who you speak to um if you speak to anyone in the kind of the paleo lifestyle realm um Obviously, we didn't have cold pressed juices back then, so they're they're definitely fairly um, anti any kind of juicing or cleansing um, in in that sort of thing. But it's been so popular and very very mainstream, particularly over the last maybe five ish years. Um, and just because maybe the the paleo lifestyle doesn't support it, isn't a good enough reason not to do it as well. Absolutely. So, Ash, what's yeah. been, what's been your experience with um with juicing? And can you just clarify when you say juicing, were you using fruits and veggies? Were you using a combination? Yeah, great. Well, okay, so I think I might have talked about this before, but um, just for the purpose of you guys listening, uh, what you know you might want to know based on some experiences I've had. I've done them frequently over the years. Uh, it's it's actually something I enjoy doing. Um. Three days are quite simple, uh, seven days more planned needed, and I have in the past done 28 days um, with the intention of it being 30, and I'll explain to you quickly why that was. Um, I think for the purpose of why, you know, why did I do it, was because I'd noticed habitual, some bad habits, bad behaviours, they'd become chronic, wasn't feeling great, was having trouble kicking things like sugar cravings, um, and really just needed an overhaul. And I felt like this was something that I could do to focus on just one thing rather than overcomplicating it, you know, dietary mm-hmm. changes, just go, okay, right. Well, I'm a bit, you know, I can do things cold turkey, generally speaking, if I need to, if I have a great enough drive and enough why. So I just literally went uh, lead up week to a cleanse was leading up with just whole fruits and vegetables. So that was already quite challenging because straight away I'm taking out of processed foods that I had been in. This is a kind of a lifetime ago in the sense that it was when I used to live overseas and um, mm. the lifestyle inv- involved in living overseas was, as you can imagine, you just moved to another country, you're living in Amsterdam, you're you know going out a lot, hanging out with lots of new people, socialising way more than I've ever done you know in a short period of time. And so all of the eating So she habits- was partying. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the funny thing is I'm still, I still wasn't a big party girl, but I was just more like you were just eating habits of other people, you're going to people's houses for dinner. Um, there was just so much other food that people prepared that wasn't my normal stuff and I mm. sort of got hooked on the carbs, got hooked on the sugars. Um, 
alcohol certainly was in there that I generally had never really been someone who consumed a lot of alcohol and there was a lot more than I normally had ever had. So I could just see a need that like, wow, I'm not feeling good. <laughs> my food is <laughs> crap. My my choices are not great right now and I need to do something. And this really appealed to me. So this is where a lot of, I'd say to people, if you really need something to change and you feel like you're that type of person and this is how you can do it, this is a great way to do it. It's kind of like an all or nothing. You just you only have to focus on one thing. You focus on providing good whole juices every single day for the period of time you've designated, and it really does help to kick bad habits. Um, so I was doing juice, and uh, that was made comprised primarily of vegetables. Okay, awesome. so this is a really yeah. important thing. Um, that, a lot of people yeah. do juice cleanses, and they go hard into the the uh, fructose-based fruits. And too much fruit is just not going to do the job for you. Can you imagine if you've got any signs of um, candida or anything like that and you're just fueling your body, you're fueling the yeast yeah. and the bacterial overgrowth with all of these sugars. It's um, That's when the juice cleanses or fasters or detoxes, whatever you want to call it, they fail because they're not going to do what they need to do because you're actually fueling all the uh, bacterias and, and yeasts that don't need more sugar. They need you to cut that down so they get back under control. So... I think long story short there is the three days for me were always easy enough because it was just mind over body. Um, you get a lot of cravings for food you want to eat, but it was just more like control, self-control, self-discipline, and that was achievable. 28 days was a really interesting one because that was really challenging and you go through some really um, deep phases of elimination that your body goes through and mm. it's hard to explain if you've never experienced it. A lot of people will, will call them like healing reactions because as your body starts to go through different systems because you're st- I mean, literally, you're starving yourself of certain things. Um, it's going to start to push things out. And I had things like old injuries. Like I had a, an old ankle injury that suddenly I hadn't had, I hadn't felt it for years. And I was like walking around with this aching, you know, right ankle. I thought, God, that was the one I, you know, sprained terribly a couple of years ago. And it is absolutely killing me. And I've done nothing to it. Um, so there's, you know, there were some funny things like that. And I had uh, mm. very sort of disrupted sleep uh, was another thing that I found was really vivid dream states, really like emotional stuff, a lot of old emotional stuff coming up, which is certainly quite curious. So this is why I say don't jump in and just go, oh, yeah, it's a great idea because if you don't understand some of the background as to why that happens, this could be really concerning. I mean, if you suddenly started feeling pains you hadn't felt in years, you'd say, oh, that's terrible. Stop, stop, stop. You know, it's a bad thing. Um, if you started feeling a bit uh, emotional and you say, oh, my gosh, you know, you might feel as though you're breaking into possibly past issues of anxiety, depression, um, and you yeah. stop right there because you panic about it. But if you know what's going on, then you actually know how to to deal with these. And this is common with juicing detoxes and people don't realise this. Mm. Hmm. And I think if you're going to do any kind of extended um you know, juicing or, or cleansing sort of protocol like what you've talked about, especially if it's going to be as long as, say, 28 days. You mm. really need to do it with a qualified practitioner who can walk you through the process. Guidance, absolutely. Who can, yeah, who can give you that guidance along the way so that when you do have these sort of symptoms, they can reassure you whether or not it's a normal process or whether it is actually cause for concern and something needs to change. Exactly. Um, and also checking your system to make sure that this is a viable option for you in the first place, I think is really important. So just jumping into a really extended um, juicing cleanse. Um, and I, I use that term 
synonymously with, you know, just a juicing type protocol, um, you really need to make sure that your system is strong enough to do that and that you've got, you know, good detoxification capacity and everything else along the way as well. Um, So it's not something to be taken lightly. Yeah, absolutely. And that's why we talk about, you know, going for one day, maybe you just eliminate food for a single day and see how that goes. And then you build it up two, three, possibly five, possibly seven, depending on your tolerance levels. Absolutely. Um, So, this is why when people ask you, oh, should I do a cleanse? The question is, I don't know. <laughs> I, yeah. I don't know what your system needs or what your body needs. We don't know not enough about you based on a Facebook feedback to be able to give you um, individualized guidance there. So that's, yeah, that's generally speaking, I say to people, it's probably no harm in trying a one to three day, but anything on beyond that, you definitely need to have a chat to someone who knows what they're talking about when it comes to fasting and cleansing. Okay, so let's talk about some of the pros that can happen if you do um, some juicing. Um, So first thing, it's a really, really easy way to get more nutrients in. So this is this is a fairly obvious factor because when you're using, you know, whole fruits and whole vegetables and you're juicing them, you're still getting all the vitamins, the minerals and the enzymes from that food. um, And it's much quicker way to get it into your system as well. Um, So that's definitely what number one. Um, It's certainly delicious. Most of them uh, taste pretty, pretty damn good, which is probably why it's so popular as well. Um, However, certainly use caution with the ratios um, of fruit to vegetables, but we'll talk about that a bit later. Um, One of the scenarios that I am very encouraging of juicing is if there's some severe gut issues going on. So if someone has a decreased ability to absorb nutrients or to digest, say, soluble, insoluble fibers, um, which can be from a whole host of different sort of gut conditions, or they have really acute inflammatory processes going on, then juicing can be a very nice, gentle way for them to still get nutrients, still absorb the nutrients without putting too much stress or pressure on their gut. Definitely. Um, and that's that's for anything when it comes down to any major changes you make in your life. You have to make sure that your body tolerances are able to deal with whatever big changes you make. Um, and mm. the slow and steady approach is certainly one that I recommend for everybody is like, okay, well, don't just go from one day to the next and suddenly eliminate everything. Maybe spend a week. And that's what I said before about leading up to it a week. It's already started to eliminate certain things, um, cutting down, adding in so that you're starting to prep and prepare the body for the change. Yeah. Awesome. Um, Ash, what other pros do you see with juicing? Look, I think the big one was the it, it shifts poor habits. And I think if yes. for people who are becoming a bit mindless about their consumption. So let's just say you go about your day, you're eating food on the run, you're having your lunch in the car, you're picking up takeaway. Like you become a little bit mindless about what's actually going in and how much is actually going into your body, how much you're eating. As soon as you start to do something like a juice cleanse or a juice fasting, feasting, whatever you want to call it, it's basically becoming very mindful and very present with the process of uh, consumption. You see how yeah. much you're putting in, you quant- quantify things, you're counting how many carrots you juice, you know, like because you're trying to make ratios and things that taste good. You don't just dump everything in. Um, and it really brings your awareness back to real whole food nutrition because that's all there is. It's only plant-based. It's only made by nature. Um, so this idea of processed and packaged has to be dropped away immediately. You can't be using anything processed and packaged. So it's um yeah, yeah it's quite yeah. it's quite an eye opener when you realize how much you've crept into bad habits when you start to see what you do for preparation for the food that you're going to make for your, your juice cleanse um mm. but on the flip side as much as it can be a really positive thing um we know that anytime you're sort of purging or binging this is 
falls into that category because you're really um, purging, you're eliminating, we can actually slip into uh, disordered eating habits or disordered eating patterns. And anyone with a history of disordered eating habits, this may be a trigger to go back into those areas which were unhealthy for them. So it's really hard because today's culture is all about, you know, our bodies and body image and and body beautiful. And like you said, seven kilos in seven days and be beach body ready. Um, That's something that's really, really hard to not see. It's in our social media, it's in newspapers, it's all around us. Um, But what I want to always remind my clients who do these things is that it's about you for a selected period of time to change habits, but this is not your new way. You don't suddenly do a juice cleanse and this is now what you do every week for the rest of your life. This is just a process of change and it's so important thing back to whole clean foods after that cleanse. Um, so yeah, that yeah, absolutely. that's definitely a pro because it changes your awareness, which is very cool. Very quickly, you can do it. So that kind of fits into those both categories, doesn't it? It's a bit of a pro and a con. Yeah, for yeah, some, exactly. Some sort of personality types, absolutely. Um, one of the other pros to juicing is that, and and this is one thing that I'm a, a bit of a fan of, is that veggies in their raw form definitely contain higher amounts of certain nutrients than what they do in their cooked form. Yes. And obviously you're not not really going to juice cooked veggies. So one thing that's much higher in is certain antioxidants um, and in particular glutathione, which is kind of like what we call our master antioxidant. So it's really important for protecting us against oxidative damage. Um, it has a very regulatory effect on our immune system. It's really important for that cellular energy and very good for our gut health as well. Um, and it's not really, so glutathione itself is not really present once you cook the vegetables or you cook meats. So it's found in raw fruits and veggies in a form that's usable to the body. Um, so juicing can definitely give you, you know, those really good antioxidants, in particular glutathione um, and those enzymes um, from you know, the raw fruits and veggies are typically destroyed in the cooking process. So that is definitely a pro to juicing. Um, And I like to use juicing for specific scenarios for specific people. So for example, right now, I am a bit run down. So my immune system's a bit challenged. So I'm definitely going to be having a few more smoothies and juices because it's really easy. I'm not feeling like food, but I need some really good quality vitamin and vitamins and minerals. And I'd rather get them from a food plant-based source than from taking them. So I've definitely had a few more of those lately than what I would do normally. Whereas on a day-to-day basis, I might occasionally have say uh, a juice with my morning protein portion. So I might have some eggs for brekkie, but then I'll juice my veggies just because it's an, a really easy way to to eat them, particularly if I'm on the run. So I'm never going to have, you know, just a brekkie of maybe just eggs. I might want some spinach, some um, some rockets, some um, cucumber, whatever it might be. And so I'll just chuck them in the blender and just drink them on the run. But um, even that, so putting them in the blender is not really juicing them. That's more of a smoothie. That's still maintaining all of the fiber and everything else that's in there. So I'm still consuming the entire plant rather than just extracting the juice from it. So I think that's probably a really important thing. And that's um, interesting you mentioned about the blitzing and blending because that's another area where, you know, we talk about pros and cons and when people ask that flat yeah. question, should I juice? There's so, there's so many variables on this and we're talking about those right now. Andrew, you've just talked about um, blitzing, like putting in the blender. Now, as soon as you put foods in a blender, you oxidize, start the oxidation state. So because you're chopping them up into lots of small pieces, you're increasing the surface area for the oxygen to damage those molecules. 
So really, if you're going to make a blended juice, you want to consume it very, very quickly after blitzing yeah. it because you're actually opening all of the cells to oxygen, which damages uh, natural plants. So can you see how there's a variable then? If you carry it around in your bag all day long, then by the time you eat it, your nutrient level and enzyme level in that drink you've created is going to be way down compared to the first minute or two after you've just blitzed it. And and is that true for juicing as well, Ash? That would make sense. Yeah. Well, anytime so that- you yeah, anytime you expose cells to to oxygen, which is you know the shredding and chopping, um, this is where cold pressed juices have a little bit more um, research to suggest they don't have such a high oxidation rate. Um, mm. Yeah, just but just another can, variable, um, just another thought. Uh, throwing it out there to say, hey, you know, whenever someone preaches the the gold standards, just remember there's variables within that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but I think that also speaks, that's a really important point because it speaks to the fact when you're doing um, maybe commercial juice fasters where they're delivering them to your door, when were they actually made and produced? Yeah, if they've sat in the fridge for three or four days before reaching you, then um, day by day you're d- exponentially losing value in that juice. You wouldn't want to have it sitting there more than 24 hours, I'd imagine, because um, you're just starting to lose all the nutrient value that the whole point of it is on the other th- note there too and this oh, uh, pros and cons pros you're getting a whole lot of whole food nutrient in cons did you choose organic yeah are you yeah. making it out of organic produce or are you just wringing out the pesticides and herbicides into your juice so you can drink them in a more more, more fluid state um can you see how that can then interfere with this concept of detoxifying and man, once you go down the rabbit hole of this, that's why I think we needed to divert um, and in- devote an entire episode to just the juicing because it's not just a simple like it seems like a good idea at face value, but there's so much more to it than that as well. Um, oh yes, yeah. very good point. <laughs> so, so these are just the, these point. are just thoughts I'm throwing out there, and when yeah. people start preaching to me about all this stuff, I then ask those questions. So is it all organic? Well, uh, no. So then, what's the point of doing a detox diet if you're not using organic when you're just <coughs> adding in herbicides and pesticides and it's like oh yeah, yeah exactly. I, had, I hadn't and thought about again, that <laughs> if it was a commercial one that um like the example that i use that gets delivered to your door were those even washed before yeah. Yeah. they'll put through that juicing process. So, okay, that, those are really good questions. Yeah, so, I don't want to call a brand out, but, you know, go to Boost Juice. I have no idea in terms of where the produce comes from, what, what it's made from. Hi, Tiaki. I can hear Tiaki in the background. <laughs> um, and all of those that's things. <laughs> oh, that's fine. So, you know, do you um, when you get commercial juices, you just don't know about the sourcing of the produce. You don't know how old those vegetables are. You don't know if those apples have been in cold storage for six months before they reach the juicer. Again, it's about fresh produce, which you have control over. And that's why I love doing them myself, because I know what goes in. I know where I bought it. I know where it came from. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Okay. So before we get into the cons, let's just talk about some more circumstances that we'd really recommend juicing in. So we've talked about severe gut issues. Uh, we've talked about, say, if someone's immune challenge and you really need that nutrient boost. Yep. Um, and that also would come into play things like um, autoimmune conditions, so very inflammatory conditions where you want to decrease any of those inflammatory markers, um, say, from any other process stuff. So I think juicing in those circumstances is really, really powerful. Um, I think also when someone's got some kidney stuff going on or maybe chronic UTIs, um, if um, you're starting to feel the onset of, say, urinary tract infection or that cystitis type um, sensation, doing some veggie juicing can be very alkalizing for the system. So it can really help to switch that pH and change the symptoms of that 
that too. Um, certainly for some kids, if you're really struggling to get nutrients into them, if they just will not eat their vegetables, I'm sure that this is a way that can be encouraging of that for them as well. I love the way you say um, kids. I know plenty of adults who hate to eat their greens and stuff. Well, and, and it's like an argument. Like you, you need them. Yeah, but I hate them. I don't like them. They taste awful. It's like, well, why don't you throw, you know, some baby spinach into a smoothie? You won't even taste it. And it's like, oh, I could get that. Could get greens in that way. So, yeah, you can be more adventurous with what you consume, can't you? Because there's yeah, I just more. Yeah, adults will suck it up. <laughs> oh, you'd be surprised. How many, how many women are listening to this going, oh, God, that's so true. My husband will not eat this, this, and this. <laughs> so, um, yeah, you probably got a good man that won't refuse anything. Mine's pretty good. He doesn't refuse any uh, any green stuff. He he knows the value of it and realizes he actually likes it because it's uh, the thought of the goodness going in is is enough to overpower any of the uh, negative taste. Oh, that's so good. No, Dean's definitely not on that bandwagon. He refuses to eat kale ever, uh, um, which is just hilarious. But he's he's come around to most other things. It's pretty yeah. bitter, so I, I kind of understand yeah. it. Uh, unless I make kale chips out of it or uh, really you know steam it down. <laughs> I don't like it that much either. I certainly find it challenging to eat raw. It's like, oh, <laughs> see, I love it. I love adding it to any kind of soups. Uh-huh. Um, I'll put it in salads. I'll add it to any juice or smoothie I ever make. Um, and it's just amazing um, with like slightly blanched with lots of um, salt on it. Mm, delicious. Oh, anyway, there you go. That's it, it, it's yeah, it's slight digression. <laughs> We're not juicing, but we're talking about whole foods, which is uh, just as important once you uh, come off a juice cleanse is that you need to enter into the whole foods world of eating. And that's how you sustain long-term detoxification within your body. Absolutely. Okay. So you've just mentioned detox. So let's um, just bust that myth right now. So let's talk about the cons of juicing. (laughs) Yeah, it is absolutely. It's a misnomer that you're doing a juice cleanse and that is is going to detox the body, particularly if you're having fruit juices. Um, Now, the reason that is, is because um, a fruit, like what you mentioned before, is obviously the sugar in that is from fructose. And so fructose is removed from the bloodstream by the liver. Um, but if you have too much fructose in the system, this means your liver is working so hard to try and ex- um, excrete it from the bloodstream and it actually converts it into fat instead. And this is actually what increases your risk of non-alcoholic fatty, fatty liver disease when you have really high amounts of fructose in your bloodstream. Now, this is not just from fruit. Um, they use high fructose corn syrup as a sweetener in so many different things. Mm which is why there's such a problem with that. But remember that fructose is also in fruit. Um, so when you're having fruit-based juices, for the most part, it actually puts a lot more pressure on your liver than what it actually does to detoxify it. So it's a complete um, almost like you know oxymoron to say that um, – Fruit juice cleansing is detoxifying. It will also increase your risk of insulin resistance as well, which is that sort of um, very decreased metabolic state that increases your risk of type 2 diabetes and a whole bunch of other things. Yeah, and so most people are doing it because of the weight loss thing, aren't they? So, and the reality is that you probably won't lose a whole lot of weight on this. Um, exactly. The weight is yep. what we call water weight. It's the, the water that's stored within the body. You're going to strip that down first. And when you're suddenly deficient in glucose and glycogen, it's going to start to strip it from your muscles. So then you start to um, start to break down on lean muscle as well, um, which then counter- counteracts your efforts of healthy body, healthy lifestyle because you need muscle to generate metabolism to do all the things you need to do. Like it's, um, yeah, it's something you really got to think about if you want to go into the juicing realm. 
So, yeah, the, that's definitely a myth. You're not going to lose weight um, necessarily on an a juicing type plan. Um, I have many patients who've done maybe those, say, three to eight-ish day juice fasts, and most of them have quit by day two. Um, and they feel like such failures for doing that, but there's a reason why. And it's literally because essentially you're starving. So you're removing any sources of good protein and good fat from your body, um, or that would be from your diet, I should say, sorry, which is very satiating for you. Yeah, it and tells your not, brain you're full. Exactly. And you're not getting the fiber that you would from the fruit and the vegetables. So your body can't really um, qualify how much you've actually eaten. Um, so it kind of is a bit of a, a trick there because it will make you feel so much more hungry because juices in themselves are not necessarily satiating. But they've still got calories. So you could actually be consuming a lot more calories than you would with a regular meal. Um, and this is where, you know, don't drink your calories. I've sort of had this saying for a while because I like the fact that if you're trying to lose weight, try not to drink your calories because you, it's really hard to quantify. You just keep drinking, drinking, drinking. But um, by the time you've had a few juices and this, you could be having the equivalent of a full meal and it won't even make you feel as full as that meal would have. So um, exactly, it's definitely so worth for calculating what you're taking in. Exactly. So, for example, if you think about, say, if you eat an apple, that is like an entire snack all onto itself, right? If you eat a whole apple yeah. um, and that's got about 10 grams of sugar, let's say approximately 10 grams of sugar in that apple. Whereas if you want to make an apple juice, like if you fill a glass with apple juice, how many apples does it take to extract enough juice for that glass? It's, you know, it'd probably be at least three or four, I'm mm. assuming. Um, so that is a lot of calories, a lot of sugar um, in that one glass. And I know that you may not be, you know, juicing in that sense, but particularly when there's a lot of fruit in there, that's a huge caloric intake and it's just so much sugar. Yeah. So be very conscious of that. Yeah. And you don't get much protein out of uh, veggies and fruits and our body needs, <laughs> no. our body needs protein. So, yep. um, you know, another challenge there. So this is why we say it's, it should be a short-term thing. Um, mind you, look, there's that great documentary, Fat, Sick and Nearly Dead, um, Joe Cross did in around 2010. And he went on the road. He, you know, was sick, chronic, all these medications he was on, and he just wanted to get off everything. And he just went into a juice cleanse. And that really brought the spotlight onto the health benefits of cleansing. Mm. Um, but how many of us can go on a 60-day road trip and uh, <laughs> and do a life-changing uh, journey like that? It's really more sustainable to do this as maybe something you do every three or four months um, mm -hmm. periodically throughout your year. And then in the meantime, focus on your nutrition, the food that you eat. Because I don't know if you've ever tried this, but I can tell you it's really expensive to do a juice cleanse, juice fast. You yeah. wouldn't believe how much produce you go through. It's incredible. You're juicing up all this stuff just to get the juice out. Um, you juice a beetroot and there's all this fibrous matter. The actual essence of the food is left behind and you've got all this juice. And I was just fascinated with uh, my food bill was way higher doing a juice fast and I thought that was really interesting. That is fascinating. Yeah. Um, any any of that pulp I would actually feed to Tiaki whenever I would do any kind of juicing. Um, yeah. And just for your reference, Chiaki's your dog. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> People don't know who Chiaki is. It's your dog. Yeah, I, mean, I would feed it to him. Yeah, he's yeah. not some child that I'm feeding a very strange child to. <laughs> yeah, we don't want, um, don't want to get called out uh, for that one. No, oh, that's hilarious. And, um, yeah. So that's the fibre. You mentioned that we yeah. pulled out. It's the fibre, isn't it? Yeah. Now, what yeah, does fibre do in the body? It's like a big um, broom. It's a big sweep running through your digestive tract. <laughs> 
So um, incredibly beneficial for your system. Yeah. Really helps to regulate um, your blood sugar levels. Helps to maintain good gut health. Helps to balance hormones. Like fiber is very very important. Yeah. Um, one other myth that I would like to bust with this is that you actually don't need to juice. This is not a requirement for your body. We have teeth for a reason. We have all of those, you know, salivary enzymes and those pancreatic enzymes for a reason. So this is not a necessity for a healthy diet and a healthy body. Yeah, but I say it's a preference. It's nothing more than a preference. You don't need to do it. It's not essential. If you have tried a lot of different things and you're really hitting a brick wall, then this may be an option just to reset. It's like an eating reset. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Um, okay. So let's put some rules around juicing um, that we would recommend if there's something that you want to try. Now, my rule number one or my suggestion number one, I think is probably a better way to say it, is that smoothies, as far as I'm concerned, are so much better. It's such a better option because you're still maintaining all of the good fiber in that you're still getting all the phytonutrients as well, but you're consuming the entire plant, which means there's much less wastage, um, which means that hopefully it's going to be a cheaper option for you as well. It's a great way to use up produce that has a short expiry date too. Um, maybe, you know, you can't consume all of your, your greens that you've bought for the week. Um, they're starting to go off, so you don't want to necessarily add them to a salad. So stick them in a smoothie super easy. Um, and I would always suggest as a veggie to fruit ratio, at least four veggies to one fruit. So that would be my suggestion um, for that is four veggies to one fruit. And that um, keeps your fructose levels down within that. Definitely. And certain um, veggies like carrots are incredibly sweet mm. as well. Um, so I would actually, for me, I consider carrots that would be my fruit ratio, for example. Um, but that's just because I think that they're so sweet. Yeah, I, look, I tend to say stick to rainbows as well, throw in some orange, purple, green, like you've got um, some amazing produce there. You think beetroots, you know, deep, bleak blood reds and um, yeah. carrots are orange. So if you create juices with rainbows as well, you're really getting a lovely broad spectrum of uh, nutrients. Um, we talk a lot about eating eating a rainbow when it comes to food selections on a dinner plate because that's how you vary your nutrition. But same applies for juicing. So is it good to green juice everything all the time? Certainly there's benefits to just green juicing, but a lot of other coloured vegetables have some great nutrient properties too. So don't leave them out just because you think it has to be a green juice cleanse. Yeah, definitely. And for all of those green juices, I would absolutely recommend adding some kind of um, acidity to that. So like some lemon or some lime, yes. it's just going to aid with that digestive process as well. And it's not going to have that negative impact on your hydrochloric acid in your gut too. Yeah. So, so add- yeah, I think um, let's just sum that up then. Cause I, I think there's a lot, uh, <laughs> a lot of pros, a lot of cons, but <laughs> short, yes. long story short is we think it's a great idea. We think it's good to change some of the lifestyle habits you might've fallen into that are not helping you. Um, yes. We think it's helpful to add in you know super dense nutrients um you probably won't lose a whole lot of weight it can swing your blood sugar levels around you don't need to do it for good health you can absolutely have a whole food diet uh in the way that your daily eating habits are causing the detoxification processes in your body to occur naturally the way they always do with or without your help um however at times you do need to help because your body may be uh storing some of that toxicity just thanks to increased fat cell uh, storage, which is where a lot of toxins are held because mm-hmm. of poor eating habits. So, you mm. know, change your eating habits, change your life. 
Awesome. Okay. So, um, and just a bit of a summary, uh, I think that smoothies are a better option. Stick to the four to one veggie to fruit ratio. Use common sense with this. So if you could sit down to a meal and actually eat an entire beetroot, an entire bag of spinach, an entire apple all in one go, amazing. But if you couldn't, is that appropriate to then juice and and eat and still not feel full afterwards. So kind of use common sense with this stuff too. Um, I would absolutely suggest if you're going to do a juice fasting over a few days, include some bone broth with that as well. It's just going to give you that added nutrient boost and you won't feel as hungry. I can guarantee you that. Um, Okay. So that's all from us for today, ladies. We would love to know what your take on juicing and cleansing and smoothies and all of that sort of stuff is. What is your favorite recipe? We would absolutely love to know. Um, and please share it with the community as well. So you can contact us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash the wellness women. Um, follow us on Instagram, which is underscore the wellness women. Um, you can consult with us personally as well. All of our practice details are on the wellnesswomen.com.au. Ladies, we would love to hear from you. Um, make sure you've subscribed to us on iTunes. Give us a five-star rating if you think we deserve it because we love that. Um, And ladies, until next week, um, and let me just preface this by saying we've got a really exciting um, program coming for you really, really soon. I'm not going to say any more, but I'm just going to dangle that carrot. Um, So we've got some really exciting stuff coming. Um, Hopefully we'll be talking about that next episode. And ladies, until next week, be well. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst The Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of The Wellness Couch podcasts.